Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back. It's another edition of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast featuring yours truly. I go by the name of Ak. And I'm Barack the Boxing Bully. I always love to kick back here and talk boxing with you guys with no pressure of a camera being on me and being the fact that it's no shave November or in December for me. Bro. Oh, God. Why do you keep in December. saying that, man? Man, listen. <laughs> you don't I just shave. Spilled, I spilled it over into December a little bit. That's all. You had a beard since you was two years old, I said. Like, what What are you talking about? No shape. You, well, you I'm talking about no up? shape up. No shape up. Yes, no, no shape up. Right. That's right. I'm this letting is no it shape up out. December. Great. So you guys, you know, don't have to deal with, you know, the the no shape up face. And you can listen to some boxing content. They deal well, with the shape up face and they, they don't like that. They don't like you that don't either. Mind. Huh? You don't mind I, showing I, it. So I'll stay behind this damn podcast. All right. Look, I think we saw the end of a never for legend this past weekend. We saw the end of an era. Don't say it. Of the great Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. How can you say that when Estrada himself says that Gonzalez earned a fourth fight? He was in there. He took them big shots. He took big shots very well, mind you. But he was in there. He took those big shots. And he said Gonzalez. I I don't think those shots were as as big as we once seen or, or, or watched prone from a guy like Chocolatito that just didn't have the same zappy started late. Look, I don't want to... Let's get into that conversation about the future of the legend Chocolatito Gonzalez. Chocolatito Gonzalez versus Estrada. Highly anticipated trilogy. Uh, Going into that fight, I was very vocal about feeling that Chocolatito won the second fight. Um, And I had him picking the... winning the... uh, picked him to win the the third one, the trilogy. Uh, Barack... I do feel that at some point in this sport of boxing, there are guys that will hang it up mentally in one training camp, meaning, I guess, get old, so to speak. That's something that they say over one training camp. I mean, what I saw is a glimpse of the old Chocolatito later on in that fight in the last five rounds, but he was a step behind, step too slow. The volume wasn't there. That's what he's known for, volume. The volume wasn't there till late. And I think he made Estrada look a lot better than he is. No disrespect to Estrada. Uh, hell of a fighter. He was on a power pound list for a while. I was trying to get him off there for a while because I just think that there's too much talent in the sport right now. But nevertheless, he gets credit for the win. But he beat a Chocolatito that was a shell of himself. That's so disrespectful of you. So disrespectful to say that Roman Gonzalez was a shell of himself. When was Roman Gonzalez ever known for his speed? Never. You know, so, but his punch output? Yes, maybe. And I can definitely say that was the difference in the fight. When you had last fight, together they combined, they threw 200, like 2,500 punches. And in this one was a thousand punches less. Now, the reason for that, obviously, is the guy who's pressuring the fighter. You know, so normally it's Roman Gonzalez pressuring, 
throwing a lot of punches. So it forces Juan Estrada to throw as many punches back. That wasn't the case this time. Yes, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Triple G and Canelo, how all of a sudden Canelo looks way better than Triple G. And all of a sudden Juan looked faster, better. His movement was great. But also, if you talk about a step slower, you talk about the older guy, 35, took a lot of punishment. He came on in the later rounds. He came on in the mid-fight later rounds, you know? And that I'm was like, that last win. That last win he got, he had it in his corner. It was pushing him. Listen, we have to do something here. But, you know, I heard Chris, I think Chris Maddox said at the end that he can still go on the fight, uh, you know, and compete at a high level. And I, I, I disagree with that. I just don't see that happening because a legend like that, the Hall of Famer, a future, uh, I mean, a future legend in the sport, yeah. why would you stay in the sport if you can't compete at the elite level, what are you there? To be a journeyman? What are you there? For a check? So what's the point? No, he cannot compete. He should not move on. He's accomplished enough in the sport. I think Estrada, I don't want to say he got lucky. He was prepared for this win. But I think he, he got the best version that he can possibly get to look the way he did on that night. That was not, and I'll say it again, a shell of Chocolatito. Yes, he came on, but remember, this is boxing. Championship fights go 12 rounds. You can't say, oh, I'm putting it on in the last four or five rounds. It's just not enough. So if you I can't fight that. like that for 12 rounds, then you're not a 12-round fighter. He's a late starter. He's definitely a late starter. No, he's not. Do he's I never think, that do, late. He's never do that I, late. Do I start. think? No, he's, he's a late starter, first of all, but Estrada was good. Estrada was good. His movement was great. His angles, his his pivoting uh, was great. Come, come do, on. Do I think that? Do I think? He, that I Roman... think you're making him sound more skilled than he is. All right. Do and, I think? What are you kidding me? Yeah, like, look, you you were the one that didn't want that, that wanted to keep him on the pound for pound list when I was trying to get him off the pound for pound list. And I'm not saying that Estrada isn't good. All I'm saying is that the guy is that. not special. He's not special. He's you not know, special. You know what be, special he, looks like. I I do know what special looks like, and it's him. Now understand something. Do you remember back in 2019 when, when I was saying Terrence Crawford is the best fighter in the world? You know what you were saying? You were saying Canelo is the best fighter in the world. But I was saying, yeah, but you know what? I, I feel like his resume is better because he fought so many champions, more than everybody. But he just had a fight with, with Daniel Jacobs. He got by. You know, he, it wasn't a, a, a huge disparity. He just had a fight with, with Triple G, barely got past that. Some people thought he lost. Did, did you so just I'm say like, Canelo barely got past Jacobs? Is that what you just said? No, First of all, let's stick with Chocolatito Maybe seven Estrada. or five. If you're lucky, it's eight to four. But what I'm saying is he wasn't totally dominating him. So but what does that have to so do with Estrada? Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Estrada has great wins on his record. You're talking about Quadras, Rung Vazai, Brian Valaria, and you're talking about Roman Gonzalez. So he has great wins. And he might just be edging... All of those guys. But run, he's run. just like Canelo in 2019 was just edging, edging Triple G. Run, run, but run. he was still considered the best. This guy, Juan Estrada, is a... Didn't you see greatness? Didn't you see great movement? No, greatness, no. No, I didn't see greatness. I saw a guy that fought a shell of a legend and actually banked a lot of rounds in because when Chocolatito was, turned was not it the on, last fight. Was Chocolate, not the last fight between those two listen, close. Yeah. When yes Chocolatito no. was the last fight on, close, listen, yes or no. When Chocolatito, like to your point, when he turned it on late on in the rounds, was was Estrada able to do something? Who was winning those rounds? Well, you're not gonna lose so some rounds? You're not gonna no, lose some no, when, rounds. Whenever Chocolatito turned the notch up, whatever whatever gas he had left, 
He couldn't do nothing with an old that don't make sense. And, he and, could and not do that anything with sense, So Juan, what could he do Juan with Estrada, the elite That doesn't make sense. Juan Estrada also turned it up and made... What and, and would they, he do with a Bang Bang Rodriguez? What would he do with that, those guys? That's a totally guys? different story. What would either one of those guys do with a Bang right. Rodriguez? But that's you're totally talking about a guy talking like I'm just saying the man is great. I'm, I'm saying Juan Estrada is great, and that's it. All, All right, right, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's rewind. Let's go back to the second fight. Was that not, even though you said Roman Gonzalez won in your mind, was that not a close fight? That was a close fight. Greatness. But in my, Two great but in fighters, my opinion, that's why. So but it wasn't, was great. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I asked it you a question, and let me finish. It let wasn't. Me, the, you've no, been running I, I your mouth this whole time. I take let it me back. finish. I'm let sorry. Me, you're lying I take now. It back. You're lying now. I, no, you're lying. I take it back. It wasn't a close fight. Let me finish what I'm saying. It was eight to four, Chocolatito to my man, let me finish before you lie. Whatever. You know that the fight, everybody else in the world except you, said that that fight was close between Roman Gonzalez and Juan Estrada, the second fight. I'm not the Every, only one that felt Everybody that knows, fight. hold on for a second. You you said the right answer, but you seen that I got you, so you nah, switched it and now nah, you're lying because nah, nah. you lost the battle already. Listen, you I know that that fight, fight, let me finish talking, loser. You know that that yeah. fight was close. And then guess what? That means greatness for greatness. If the fight was close and you considered Roman Gonzalez one of the best Fighters in the world. You was trying to put him on that pound for pound list so bad. Hey, that means Juan Estrada's great. Look, you want me to keep giving you case. references? We we were in Atlantic City when we saw the great Bernard Hopkins, who is one of the greatest of all times, lose to Joe Smith. W would you call Bernard great that day? Would you call him great? I was talk I'm talking about then. the second fight. I'm talking about so, the second so fight, all buddy. I'm saying is I'm this. talking about the if second I, fight, buddy. You're running from that one. All right, in my opinion, one. in my opinion, Estrada beat Chocolatito one time, right? And he, ha he has a couple of good wins in his record. To call him great and special, that's out of line. He and beat. You'll see he beat, once he fights an elite fighter, you'll see what happens. He did. He And he beat him last he time. Fought a, he fought a shot of Chocolatito. Let's, Let's go on. back to the second my, fight. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is that the man is already great. The man is already a Hall of Famer. He beat um, Roman Gonzalez when you thought Roman Gonzalez was one of the best fighters in the world. He beat him then. Whether when? he beat him or he not, it was him. a very, very, very close fight. It wasn't very, very close. close. He didn't beat him. Oh, you're a liar. You and, said it wasn't. Anyway, you switched it up because you we, see, I got you. Let the let the let the chocolate the, the the great Roman Gonzalez retire, walk off into the sunset. He's accomplished enough. That wasn't that wasn't a great a great version of him. That was a she was a shell of himself. And and Estrada got him at the well, right let, time. Let Roman That's say that saying. was a shell. Why don't you yeah. let Roman say that was a shell of himself? Well, now, do obvious. I agree? He said, do I agree that maybe he should retire. Well, I, I say this. I don't tell a man that he should retire, but not, not after a performance like that. But I do say you can usually tell when a fighter doesn't want to do it anymore in a post-fight interview. He didn't have the energy to, to really say, I want this fight. Like he did the second fight. He wanted the next one. This one right here, he got to sit back. He got to relax. He wasn't too sure. This took a lot on his body. Maybe if you pay me a lot of money. It, it seems like maybe this is getting a little bit too tough. Yeah, I mean, it, there's no question about it. If you can't compete at the elite level, 
Um, walk off now. I think that was a hell of an effort, he did but it wasn't enough. At the That's, elite it. Level. That's it. No, what do you mean? Come, it was a close fight. He did compete. But, but if you can't, it was a majority. The, if you can't loss. put the best version of yourself out in the ring, you should not be fighting unless you're a journeyman or a guy just collecting a check. If you can't go in there and be the best version of yourself, you shouldn't be in that ring. And we all can agree you, you, that you that wasn't the something? best version of Chocolatito. Okay. Maybe so, uh, but guess what? Almost every fighter will tell you the best version of themselves only showed up a couple of times in their career. Look, Barack, I mean, the man has earned to do whatever he wants moving forward. But if I, if I had it my way, I would have him fight no more and just hang up the gloves and, and wait a few years down the line to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, like I said before, he kind of sounded like that's what he wanted to do as well. Great career. No doubt. It's just the heart sometimes is still in it, but the body is like, please, let's go. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of somewhat of what happened in London this past weekend with Derek Chisora. You know, um, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say he's a future Hall of Famer, but talk about a warrior. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing, Barack? Uh, let, 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 let's get into he's this not talk. A future Hall of Famer, let, let's warrior, get, yes. Yo, let, let, let's let's go to break, all right? And we'll come back and we'll get into this. Don't move. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Derek Chisora fighting, uh, I mean, a 6'9", Tyson Fury, who his jab was on the money, his counterpunching, his combinations, just way too much. Without Chisora, he he took a lot of shots in that fight, and we saw his eyes swollen. I'm glad he got the opportunity to make money. Uh, you know, these guys already shared the ring. That was the third time they shared the ring. Fury had already beaten him twice. This was in front of sixty thousand people in in Tottenham. We were there uh, when when Usyk fought Joshua. There, great crowd, great fight for the British people. But it was a no contest. Uh, but kudos to Derek Chisora. I also will. Well, you know, again, I can't tell somebody to retire just like you just mentioned, but I can give my opinion. I think he's given the sport enough, and we don't need to see Chisora out there against any other elite heavyweight. In this situation, I don't think anybody thought Chisora was going to win. I think this was one man who's at the top of his game, who's at the top of his division, top of the world, kind of like Floyd at the end of his career when he picked Berto. That's kind of like what it was. And he's giving his friend a shot. That's it. Yeah. A shot to make a whole lot of money. And maybe if you're lucky to win. Um, he has Chisora has 13 losses. Yes, you can say he's only been knocked out four times. But you know what? I think not being knocked out sometimes is worse. Yes. You know, because you take more shots. And you're lasting to the 12th round, taking a whole lot more shots. The more man damage. still wants to continue. He says, I mean, think about this, man. He got a lot of pride. and got a lot of heart. He says he doesn't want to go out like this. So he might just take a softer touch just to go out with a victory. Fights like that don't really do much for boxing. 
But when you when you grew up with a fighter, when you love a fighter, you still want to support him. I guess you want to see you want to see him go out with a win, and if that's something that is going to satisfy him in his retirement and is going to make him feel better about his career, I support that. But I would prefer him not to take any shots anymore in a boxing ring. So do I. In thirteen losses fight. in thirteen losses in the heavyweight division. Yeah, it's just a very lot. very dangerous. It's just a lot. I just wish both guys well, Barack. You know, Chisora, Roman Gonzalez. I hope they uh. You know, the, the the rest of their journey in this sport involves no punishment. <laughs> yeah, All right? we're pushing Look. them out, kicking them out the door. <laughs> Look, no, four big right fights this weekend. Four big fights. I'm looking forward to it. December 10th. Let's break them all down. Rock, let's start with Josh Warrington. Look, big win over Kiko Martinez. We all know those guys that already fought. It was a long time. Uh, and there was a big gap between their second fight. So we expected fireworks with Kiko Martinez was coming off a big knockout win over Kid Galahad. So I think he go he went into that fight as a favorite, and Josh Warrington just steamrolled him, steamrolled him. I the best I've I've seen Josh Warrington, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again. He's going to be fighting against Luis Alberto Lopez uh, in that fight. Who uh, you know in in the featherweight division, I'm thinking about Warrington for big fights, and Navarrete is the best fight out there to me as far as matchup wise. Listen, um, I believe that this fight against Lopez is a very, very dangerous fight. Um, I think that people counted him out after the Ruben Villa fight, but since then he has nine straight wins, seven of them knockouts, and he kind of like switched up his game in the middle on the, of that journey, you know, where he's elusive, he's on his toes, he's he's tricky, he's, he's slick. Like, I mean, he's kind of like, I hate to say it, Nassim Ahmed, throwing punches from different many angles. different angles with power, maybe more power than Josh Warrington. With eight, Josh Warrington has about eight knockouts, yeah. you know. So I think this is a a, a really really tough fight. Um, but Josh Warrington never really shies away from a tough fight. Now we just had a theme of trilogies for this weekend. I was kind of looking forward to seeing him fight Maurice Lara for the third time. But it would be technically a trilogy, you know, even though the second one ended in a TD technical decision, you know. But um, it is what it is. Lopez is a good fighter, but that's the thing. When you get these fighters that nobody's heard of, sometimes they're dangerous, and I think Lopez no, yeah. is a dangerous we, we, fighter. We, I think so, too. With all that being said, I think... And when Josh I say Warrington, nobody, I just mean casual fans. Yeah. I, I, with all that being said, Rock, I still think Warrington wins that fight. Let's move on to Michael Collin, Friends of the Room. Who's fighting Karim Gurfi? Yo, Mick is a tough guy. He's a warrior. He's a friend to Rome. He's been on with us before. Um, I'm looking forward to this one, actually. Yes, uh, but but this is not like the Josh Warrington Lopez fight. I can't name no. his opponents off off the top, but I can tell you that he's just a skillful fighter and very tricky. But when you talk about Mick Conlon, he He's coming off momentum off his last fight. Now, I know he had that tough fight with Lee Wood, but it was a tough fight for Lee Ooh. Wood as well. You know, and that was a great fight candidate for fight of the year. But the Mariaga fight, total domination, dropped him about three times. Come on, he, that's momentum. That's a that's a fighter that's uh, reinventing himself. And Kareem Gurphy, he had just got knocked out by Jordan Gill in February on the zone. And that was a brutal, brutal knockout. It's tough to come back from stuff like that. Yeah. It's going it's gonna to be tough going against Michael Conlon, especially with Michael Conlon wanting to prove himself. Yeah, no doubt about that. Let's talk about the sleeper of the weekend. A lot of people talking about Sandel Martin 
is going to cause trouble for the young lion into Tiafimo Lopez. We all saw what he was able to do with Mikey Garcia, but let's be honest, Barack, that's yeah. a Mikey Garcia that really didn't have a desire to fight. We, you and I sat with his brother, Robert Garcia, Whoa. in Las Vegas. You, there you go. You about to tell secret stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. You about, <laughs> you about to tell oh, secret conversation. Should I there hold you on? Go. Okay, okay. I'm not. Damn, I'm sorry. Bro. I can't let you guys know. Barack is checking me right now. We we be having some private conversations with people. And sometimes I'll be giving y'all too much information yeah, too fast. All right? Exactly. So let me reel it back a little bit. All right. That wasn't the best version of, of Mikey, Mikey Garcia. That's it. No, that's it. The, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't the Mikey. It wasn't the Mikey whose style I fell in love with before Spence. You know, the Mikey who was very, very dominant, who nobody can beat, who was supposed to fight Loma back then when they were in their primes. You know, and but with and all this, that being said, Barack, we still we're still he's still fighting. A Sando Martin is still a guy that's game and has skill and is tricky. No, regardless of the fact. Uh, got to understand something. When a fighter is great like Mikey Garcia, a lesser version of Mikey Garcia can still beat a lot of oh, fighters. Every probably every B fighter there is, you right. know. So if Sandor Martin was just a B fighter, he would have gotten beaten that night. And that's all I'm saying. I think Sandor Martin is a top fighter. I think Teofimo Lopez is special. Yes. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, um, but I just can't see. Tiafimo being derailed now after what he's gone through and being in a division that he's comfortable in at 140. He looked phenomenal his last fight. I think Sando Martin is going to have a long night with Tiafimo Lopez. And finally, none other than the pound for pound king himself, Bud. That's right. Terrence Crawford is making a comeback after the long layoff in Omaha. Nebraska will be in the building against David Avenison. Uh, we all know he joined teams with BLK Prime, this is a new venture, new deal, big money. But this is a showcase, by Barack. We yeah. are waiting for Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. At least that's what most fight fans are waiting for. But as we've watched before, you and I many times, Canelo fight guys like Yildrum, right? We've seen guys like Errol Spence fight guys like Campos, right? So even though we foresee what's going to happen, we need to see the man back in the ring. We need to see uh, Terrence Crawford doing what he does best, fight, annihilate. Are you, are you questioning Terrence Crawford's skill or, or abilities? No, how do you say that? Well, how does that oh, make you sense? You said we need to see him back in there. Like No, no, I'm saying uh, that we, us as fight fans, first off, you don't know. Oh, we just, we just need to, we we just just wanna, need to yeah, see him. Yeah, we need to see him fight. You. Yo, we, we, we love the action that he brings to the table. The excitement that he brings to the sport, we need to see that as fight fans. And, and that's why he actually took this fight, because he was trying to negotiate the Spence fight, felt like he wasn't getting treated well. And he was like, well, y'all not going to let me just pass this whole year without fighting. I'm going to pick a, a, a fighter, and he picked Avenue. And, and he also said, I'm not waiting on no man to feed my family, to feed yeah. my kids. I'm not waiting on anybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I say, even though we are predicting that but it's going to be too much for Avenician. Avenician is we, still a game fighter. I, I, I don't think so. I think Avenician wins this one yeah. by unanimous okay. decision. Right. So, so my point being is that uh, he he's going to put on a show in Omaha, Nebraska. Of course, that's he is. What he's setting out. He's to Terrence do Crawford in his hometown. Absolutely. So, I mean, I don't even want to make a prediction for this fight. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure that we all know what's going to happen on you know, Saturday you know, night. You know why? Because that's Bud. That's Bud. Listen, um, this doesn't always hold true, but Bud stopped there are the some guy. Exceptions. Bud there stops are some. the guy, uh Kavalaskis, who beat Avenison. Now even Avenison is a tough fighter for somebody else, maybe, 
but Bud has shown himself to be incredible. Stopping Sean Porter, come on, hurting Sean Porter like that. I've never seen Sean Porter hurt like that. But he's been special since the Gamboa days. He's been special since he stepped up in weight and weight and beat the guy who knocked out Amir Khan. You know what I mean? But he was way bigger than Bud. You know, Bud has been special since day one. And this right. should be the same outcome. We should see anything less than special this on Saturday night. So you got a lot of boxing for you on the 10th of December. Hope you guys enjoy it. And maybe next year we'll get... That fight that we're waiting for, Bud versus Spence. But he has to get past Avenition. And I want to see, once we get that fight, what is the boxing fans going to complain about now? <laughs> That's it. That's the last they'll, fight we're waiting for where you say the best don't fight the best. That's the last fight. Find, no, they'll find something to complain about. You know that. I mean, this is uh, this is boxing. It never happened. Barack, I think nothing else needs to be said. I think we covered everything. Uh, don't we always? Like, come on, 100%. That's what we do, all right? Look, hope you guys enjoyed it. Peace and love. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, Wisdom from the Top, I talk with CEOs and business leaders about the toughest challenges of their careers. There's lots of ways to measure success. Sometimes a company has to bet against itself. We wanted to set ourselves apart by having a point of view. Businesses really impact people's lives in pretty fundamental ways. On Wisdom from the Top, some of the greatest business leaders of our time share their intimate stories of leadership, innovation, and transformation. Stories you won't hear anywhere else. Check out Wisdom from the Top only on Luminary. Now, back to your show. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.